on Lights Camera Jackson. This is a new episode of the LCJ Q&A podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Fun new animated action comedy series debuting this Thursday, November 18th on Netflix, Dogs in Space. And joining me to talk about it, creator Jeremiah Cortez and co-showrunner Adam Henry. Welcome, guys, to the LCJ Q&A. Hello, hello. Thank you, Jackson. It is great to talk with both of you. Jeremiah, let me start with you. Your story of how you got this show made is remarkable. It really is. What made you think of an astronaut dog story in the first place? Uh, that kind of actually just came about in in the passing of thinking of a character named Garbage. Uh, that's the main character. Uh, growing up, I always wanted this Corgi, and I wanted to name him garbage. To me, I love the, the breed, the, the weird stockiness of it with little stubby legs. And it was just something I always wanted. And growing up, it was just something I kind of realized the likelihood of me being able to have that kind of a dog was unlikely given the dog price tag. So during my last semester of college, I created this cartoon, Corgi, named Garbage. And I put him in a spacesuit, gave him some friends, and sent him off on this space adventure. Why I chose space, I'm not quite sure, but yeah, that's how it all kind of started, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. And got it to Netflix, and they greenlit it, and now here we are, and it's so great. And, and Adam, what got you hooked on Dogs in Space early on in this process? And what got me hooked, Jackson, is Jeremiah. You know, we met like in 2019 or 18, 2018, just having coffee, and it was just one of those things where as soon as we started talking and hanging out, we were like, like, like brothers here. You know, it was easy, comfortable. Um, and then, you know, he had the show at that point. He had sold it to Netflix. And he had met a lot of people, I think, to sort of see who could help him run it. And it just turned out that, you know, we got along really well. And let me tell you, when you can get along with the creator you know, on a show for three years, that's a pretty awesome experience. The partnership and the collaboration is really strong, and this show has such a fun vibe about something that's kind of serious. I mean, dogs needing to find a new planet to save the human race. So, Jeremiah, how were you able to find the comedy in all of this? Yeah, that was a tricky thing, because it is a very, you know, um, dark, real topic, uh, given, you know, what we know about the world now and and the human race and this overpopulation and pollution and, and kind of, you know, running out of resources here. Um, in this story, it's very much the human race didn't learn their lesson and now they're finally paying for it. And that's why we send out these dogs because it's just more, they find it more efficient as far as these, these scientists are concerned. But at the heart of the show, it's still a story about dogs who just want to give home to their owners. It was tricky to find that middle ground to where we can kind of have that commentary and still make it a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as the characters are making fun of themselves and the whole situation that they're in and, you know, relying more on each other and the friendship and the experience of being out there on this adventure by themselves, that was something to find that comedy and the emotion and heart in. Yeah, it's kind of a gentle poke more than like, hey, Eric, you're bad. Yeah. Yeah, the comedy is fun, and a lot of the dialogue from the characters, and also, Jeremiah, you're right about the commentary, because uh, just in the first episode, with Captain Garbage missing his owner, Chelsea, and that whole storyline, and you feel that, you feel that emotionally. So, 
Adam, how much of your crew, what percentage has pets, and and how did that emotional storyline really affect everybody in working on this show? Well, you know, we couldn't have anyone with a cat on the show, so that was like, you know, <laughs> in, in interviews, you know, that was sort of like the deal breaker. If they had a cat, sorry, you can't work on our show. No, just kidding. Um, there was a ton of people that had dogs on the show, and pretty much every one of them's dog is in the show. Jeremiah, you know, made a point of if you had a dog and you were on the show, your dog is going to be caricatured and put on the show. And so definitely there was a dogginess. When we first uh, started the show, we were on Sunset Boulevard, and the office we were in was dog-friendly. So, like, the first month and a half of the show, we were creating the show, having the writer's room, and there was, like, two or three dogs hanging around the whole time. Oh, that's awesome. I, I was going to ask then, Jeremiah, about studying dogs and their behavior because every main dog, you look at all the characters, so different, not just in look, but in spirit and in personality. So what went into studying the dogs and, and their behavior for, for these characters? Yeah, when, when it came to pitching Dogs in Space, it was trying to figure out the correct way of doing it for the, the fan base, the, the audience I was looking at which one of them was dog lovers. So I wanted to make sure I was doing it right by them. So I got some dog breed books, read up on the breed, picked the ones that I thought would be the, the main cast, because I had Garbage. He was a very spunky, ready-for-action type character, and it was just finding the cast ensemble that would best complement that kind of a personality and trying to find the dog that would best fit that with their personality. So, you know, so these dog books have the breeds. They have their their mannerisms in there. They tell you, you know, how manageable they are, how much training they take. Um, and also finding those right characters for the, for the cast. Yeah, yeah, you, you made some good choices. And, and also, Adam, uh, with the show, starting off with a big action sequence, which I like very much, and this whole fun space vibe, you know, how much went into the designs of the aliens that you create, all the creatures that you create, and the really cool, massive environments that you make? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, in that sense, it was a big show. As, as you find with most shows, you know, pitch them and you start them, and then you start making it, and then they tell you, hey, this show's bigger than you said it was going to be. <laughs> it's like, it's in space. It's a space adventure. You should have known better. Um, so, yeah, creating all that was great. And Jeremiah, you know, just so you know, is an amazing character designer. So, you know, the majority of those dogs, um, especially at the beginning, were his character designs. And then we would bring in other designers, usually to do the, the aliens. Um, and then, you know, it's a world-building show, you know, and you, you have a parameter where you, you can't, you know, spend $5 million on an episode, but you are still world-building. So it was a challenge design-wise to still be a world-building show, make sure you have some shows where you don't go to a new planet, um, but still have that feeling of you're in space and you're in just this you know, crazy big uh, room to play with. Yeah, round of applause on the character designs. Uh, I love the looks of all of them. Uh, Jeremiah Cortez and Adam Henry are with me now on the LCJ Q&A. Dogs in Space, premiering this Thursday, November 18th on Netflix. We got to talk about the voice cast. Haley Joel Osment voices Captain Garbage. I think, Jeremiah, you mentioned that you know, Garbage has some spunk to him, and I can tell that, and kind of a pep in the uh, voice performance from Haley Joel Osment. How did he get this gig? We put it out there, and we were fortunate enough for him to come in and audition. I 
that blew my mind because I kind of grew up playing, I don't know if anyone knows the game Kingdom Hearts, and he was the voice of the main character, Sora, and to, to hear that he was going to come in to audition was, was a treat for myself. And it's kind of almost like it was predetermined, it was destiny. Um, in creating the show, um, I wanted to really make sure I honed down that relationship between Garbage and Chelsea, this longing, this yearning to be back with his owner. And one of the movies that I remember referencing early on was the movie AI, hmm. which was a story about a robot boy who wanted to be with this, this uh, human mom. And um, it was just crazy. I thought of it the other day. I was just like, oh, man, I referenced AI, and that was Haley Joel playing like a little boy. And now we're doing Dogs in Space, and he's now doing Garbage, this dog who is kind of that same character longing to be with his, back with his owner on, on Earth. And all I could think of was The Sixth Sense every time. Yeah, that, that both iconic movies. I love Sixth Sense, and, and Haley Joel Osment does a great job, and it's, and it's always nice to feel that kind of sense of, as you were saying, destiny when it comes to uh, casting actors for roles. And, and speaking of more actors in this cast, Sarah Chalk as Stella, Chris Parnell as Ed. They're also both on Rick and Morty. I saw them at San Diego Comic-Con a couple years ago. Uh, Adam, was it intentional to bring uh, these two Rick and Morty stars onto this space? adventure show well we love rick and morty so you know just the writing of that show just blows us away you know there's i feel like in comedy to a certain extent the best comedy writing is in animation right now you know in bob burgers rick and morty bojack horseman um these shows so i think we're definitely drawn to probably those characters those actors perhaps because we've heard them a lot and we love them and and uh you know i grew up on sarah chalky uh, as um in scrubs you know, so I had a little crush on her then. Um, and then Chris Parnell, I, you know, again, grew up on 30 Rock as Dr. Spichemin. So, you know, both of them are so talented. Um, it was really a treat for us. For Ed, when I was creating the characters, I wanted this warmy, conniving dog on the crew. And Dr. Spichemin was part of that reference character that I wanted. And so that mixture of Dr. Spichemin is very much a part of who Ed is. And I, was, I always wanted that guy to be the voice of, of Ed. I wanted Chris Parnell to be the voice. And, you know, I asked. It was on my wish list. I was like, there's no way we're going to get him for this, this show. And we got him, and he, he nailed it. He came in first day, you know, and he was Ed. That's that's so great to hear. The the visions come true, and I think both of them. I at least know Sarah Chuck was in the the prep and landing specials as well. So yeah, we've we've heard them in a lot of things, and they're terrific in this as well. I have to ask the both of you since this show has a little bit of uh, Star Trek vibe and space and all of that. What did you guys think of William Shatner going to space? <laughs> well, I wish he had you know a dog with him, but other than that, yeah, we we saw the clip the other day. And um, I don't know. I guess I felt I felt happy for him, given his whole life has been space, and he actually got to go up and experience it. And you could hear it in his voice how you know stunning and surreal it was for him. I think um, he's an alien. I don't think he's human anyway. <laughs> he's ninety years old. He's, he's 
and he's still like hopping around going into space that's just not normal it's amazing yeah to see you know him listed on talk shows now William Shatner and underneath it doesn't say Star Trek actor it says oldest person to go to space it's like oh my gosh what an honor what an amazing thing a friend of mine interviewed him a couple years ago and uh, really enjoyed getting to meet him I wish he did have a dog you're right about that I wish he did uh, in, in wrapping things up here on this episode guys if you had the power to send dogs to space what would you want these dogs to bring back to Earth? <laughs> Other than a planet? Um, probably, for me, signs of alien life, definitely. For me, uh, some kind of trinket, whatever, you know, dig a hole, see what you can find. <laughs> yeah, I want gold. I want them to bring back gold. Space gold. <laughs> you, know, you mentioned Star Trek, and we have three Star Trek people on our show. We have Kate Mulgrew, who is Captain Janeway on Voyager. Um, we've got Michael Dorn. Worf is one of our characters. And we've got Will Wheaton as one of our characters. So we definitely have the, you know, the, the heritage of Star Trek continuing throughout this show. Beautiful. Well, yeah, space fans and dog lovers rejoice because we've got Dogs in Space premiering this Thursday, November 18th on Netflix. Jeremiah Cortez and Adam Henry, thank you so much for being on this episode of the LCJ Q&A podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jackson. Great to talk to both of you. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Thanks for listening to this episode of the LCJ Q&A Podcast. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com.